0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is episode 22 of Side Hustle Pro and I'm Nikaela, your host. Today's show is sponsored by the Side Hustle Pro Shop. So you guys have seen me on Instagram, you've seen me on Facebook in my Side Hustle Pro gear, and now you too can put that S on your chest. You can head over to sidehustlepro.co forward slash shop to get your motivational gear, including t-shirts, mugs, and other fun stuff. Head on over to sidehustlepro.co forward slash shop. And now let's get into it. If you have followed me on Instagram or Facebook, you know a little bit of the background, but essentially, I recently attended a conference by the name of the Signature CEO Conference in College Park, Maryland, and one of my business mentors and idols, who I always talk about, Miley Teal, spoke about that conference. And so a little bit of background, I like to follow the moves of boss women, including Miley Teal and Dominique Broadway, Jocelyn Delk-Adams. These are just some of the women that spoke at the Signature CEO conference. And it originally came onto my radar earlier this year, because I'm on my leaks email list and I was on her website and noticed the conference listed under the, you know, appearances this year or where you can find me this year section. So I clicked on it and I was like, oh, that's just right in Maryland. That's close to me. And as I looked at it more, at first I thought, oh, this is like a wedding and event planner conference. Like this is not for me. But then as I went through the agenda and saw the women that were speaking, first of all, there was so much black girl magic, black woman magic happening there. It was mainly black women entrepreneurs speaking. So even though it was tailored for the wedding and event planner industry, I was all about the content. I knew it was valuable and applicable to me and would be for my audience. So I then began thinking to myself, okay, how can I be? What would be beneficial to the conference organizer? Because I'd actually love to cover this for Side Hustle Pro and for the um, Huffpo, Huffington Post blog because I'm a contributor there. So it was brainstorming. And then I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm, what the heck? Why don't I pitch myself as press? You know, I didn't see a, um, submit button to fill out for press credentials, but I thought I would just go ahead and email her and see if she's open to the idea. So I reached out to Tara Melvin, who is the owner of Perfect Planning Events here in Washington, D.C., and also the founder and creator of the Signature CEO Conference, reached out to her. We spoke on spoke on the phone and realized that it would be a mutually beneficial um, opportunity. And so here I am covering the conference and it was truly excellent, you guys. So I know everyone couldn't be there. So I just wanted to share some of the nuggets that I got. And of course, I'll also be doing the Huffington Post recap. So I'll be, be sharing that as well and, and link to it in the show notes once it's live. So let's get into it. I'm going to share my five biggest takeaways um, because it's really hard to distill a conference down to to just one page or one podcast episode, but this for me were the biggest things that I got from it. So first and foremost, um, when I walked in, my leaked Teal was kicking it off and she led a workshop on how to... um, Use social media for business growth, basically taking your business to the next level with social media. And one of the quotes that stood out to me from her chat was, it's not about your selfie, it's about selling your business. And, you know, a lot of people think that, oh, my leak just loves social media. But no, she she is doing a calculated business strategy, you guys, it's called a social media strategy. And as someone who works in social media, I'm all about it. As someone who you know lives and breathes social media and marketing strategy, I loved what she had to say. So the number one thing that she talked about is Everyone is obsessed with growing their following and getting some kind of vanity metric and hitting this magical number that they think will then translate into magical income. But that's really not the case. You should be obsessed with finding your 1000 true fans. That's what my leak says. And it's actually based on uh, another article Um, that's called 1000 True Fans. You can Google it, and I'll also link to it in the show notes, which are available on sidehustlepro.co, by the way. So, 1000 True Fans talks about that all you need is 1000 loyal people. And these are the customers that will actually buy from you, not just like you know, like your posts or comment on your posts. These are the people who will actually become your customers. And that's what you should be concerned with, not just growing followers for the sake of growing followers. Malik also talked about the fact that your social package your social media profile and persona should be a reflection of your company. So people should be able to look at your page and know what your company represents. And that is one thing that I am very, very adamant about as well. That's why you've seen me, um, show you guys what I'm going through as a side hustler, because I didn't just create this podcast, um, to talk about other women. Like I'm, I'm, honestly going through this process myself. And I want to make sure that I I expose everyone to that to know that. So you know that we're in this together. I'm not coming from a holier than thou Uh, status or perspective. And I'm sharing this with you because I truly do believe that we can scale our business from passion project to profitable business. And that's the process that I'm passionate about chronicling. And you'll also notice that my leak is the same way. She is known for taking people through her day from sharing the tea she drinks um, (laughs) to showing the grunt work that goes into bringing Curlbox to life each month. And yes, you know that's her her being her natural self, but also it's what makes her audience feel that much more connected with her as a person. It's that it's that that makes her audience feel like they are her bestie or they're bonding with her. She's the their mentor in their heads, right? And so they're more apt to buy from her when she talks about the journal she's releasing or the retreat she's hosting in 2018, right? Where we're all more likely to do that because we feel that we know her. One final thing that she talked about is the strength of your social media is determined by the strength of your content. So if you're wondering what you should be posting, consider that people are obsessed with anything behind the scenes. So again, taking people through a day in the life of your business so they feel like they know you is always great content. And also think about content that you can be consistent with. So, if your strategy is just to follow what everyone else is doing and to post scenic pictures or to post pictures of coffee mugs or quotes and it's not really a reflection of who you are, people can see through that and people can see that it's just shallow, like copycat stuff going on. Like, make sure it's something that you can keep up with. If you Don't know if you're going to always have stock photos that have a white background and you're not going to do the flat lays yourself, then guys, just pick another strategy, okay? You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Everyone's page does not have to look like white, clean background with um, gold and black and things like that. Like, Really think about what, pick a theme that's something you can stick to. And most importantly, we should all be using social media as just a vehicle. It's a vehicle to welcome people to our email list. It's a vehicle to connect with our customers. But always remember that we don't own any of these social media platforms and they can be gone at any minute. Like look at Vine most recently. So always keep that in mind. And again, with the don't just be trying to get followers just the sake of having followers. Like You could have 100,000 followers and tomorrow Instagram could be gone. So always be thinking about how are you bringing people back to your website. If your content is not driving people back to your website some way, somehow, on a consistent basis, then you need to get deeper into your social media strategy. So enough about social media. I'm going to switch gears now and talk about what the keynote speaker, Funlayo Alabi, had to say. She is the founder of the Shea Radiance brand, and she challenges all to dare to be different. So essentially, she talks about the fact that although there's no product or service that's unique, daring to bring yourself into your business is what makes you unique and what makes your brand unique and that is the secret sauce. So I know some people are afraid to really show who they are or they think like I don't I don't want to be in this like this I just want to sell my product. Well, guess what? People don't buy companies, they don't buy brands. They buy they don't buy from companies, they don't buy from brands anymore. They buy from people. Like if you're afraid of showing any of yourself, or even having a spokesmodel that could represent your brand, I, you know, it's just going to be harder for you. And Funayo advised us to invest time in finding out that unique element. So, knowing that your brand's identity can only be defined once you figure out who you really are. You have to answer, "Who am I? What do I stand for? Who do I off? Who do I honor?" and then you have to invest in making that apparent in your brand. Um, she also addressed like that ever-present fear of competition that I see come up a lot, and people are worried to like share what they're doing in their their business or their ideas. But instead of feeling threatened by others, she emphasized like use that energy, that anxiety you have, that fear you have, and channel all of that energy into clarifying who you are and what makes you different. Like just use that to do an even deeper dive into that, you guys, because that is that is golden. When you can learn to communicate that in a clear, concise, and compelling way, it really doesn't matter what your competition does. And not only that, but um, your competition they're looking for you to know what's the next move that they should make, right? So they're always going to be, if they truly are competition in the sense that they're copying after you, um, then they're always going to be looking at you first anyway to figure out what their next move should be. So focus on what makes you different, focus on articulating that, and keep it moving. And so after Funlayo, the next person who really was a key takeaway for me was Dominique Broadway. She is a financial planner and personal finance coach. And actually her nuggets were so awesome that I was like, you have got to come into the side hustle pro guest chair. So look out for a future episode with Dominique. And she led a session on managing your money and making more as an entrepreneur. And basically in her line of work. She sees a lot of business owners who have not like actually outlined how much money they want to make in their business and the steps they're going to need to get, they're going to need to take to get there. She led us through creating an actual income action plan because it's not enough to say, I want to do X next year. And I, you know, by the end of next year, I want to have made X amount. It's now November, <laughs> 2017 is right around the corner. Like now is the time to hear these words, you guys. We need to have our income action place, income action plans in place, excuse me. And an income action plan is essentially when you set your monetary goal, how much you wanna make next year, and then you break that down into the number of products you're gonna make. So all the different income streams that you're planning to have, Times the price you expect to make from those income streams, and then from that you can derive your total projected income. And it's not enough to just set this goal out there and you know feel good about yourself because you you wrote it down. Too many too many of us feel good um, when we've just written something down and then we think like that's it, our work is over. That's why New Year's resolutions get broken by January second. Like we. No, we have to constantly hold ourselves accountable by checking those financial goals every single day. Every single day, log into your bank account to see how you're using your money, how you're spending your money. Don't don't allow yourself to just go on these sprees and then don't look because you don't want to feel bad about yourself. How are you investing in your business? How much are you saving? Did you start making the amount that you said you would make? Are you complacent or are you actively going harder on marketing so that you can hit that projected income amount? These are the things that Dominique really emphasized and I really loved what she had to say. She also talks about resources for entrepreneurs to learn how to pay taxes quarterly. So there quarterly taxes um, pay schedules that we can tap into. You can pay online with your electronic federal tax payments. You can have, um, you. she talked about the self-employment tax, which form to use, how to determine how much you want to make monthly, and then add in an additional 40% to cover what you are used to, your employer covering for healthcare and all of that, Um, looking up your tax rate schedule and the quarterly payment schedule. So, so much gems. Again, that's why we got to have her on the show. Um, But in the meantime... If you do want to check out Dominique, I will link to her website in the show notes if you want to reach out to her for some one-on-one um, consulting. She had a lot of resources to share. One of the, the ones that really stood out to most people in the room was the when she talks about establishing business credit, because yes, your business can establish credit too. And a lot of us, when we register and create an LLC, we feel like we're done. We're like, oh, okay, we're good. We've, we've our employer identification number, aka the EIN. But no, there's also a DUNS number that you can obtain. And no, you don't need to pay for the number or business credit tracking, like a lot of these websites will tell you. These are such great things that we need to know. But yeah, you can start establishing business credit so everything doesn't have to be running through your social security number. So that was Dominique Broadway. And I'll leave you with a quote that I really love from her. She says, just because you have money doesn't mean you have to spend it. Let that marinate, y'all. I like that one so much. (laughs) All right. So moving right along to the last nugget that I really loved. It came from Tiffany Chalk, who is an established wedding and event planner And she talked about charging what we are worth, not just charging um, some hourly rate that we've calculated. One of the hardest things that creative entrepreneurs deal with is pricing to win, she says. So we're undercutting ourselves and that only cheapens our brand. It devalues the entire profession. So one of the first things she says to do is to start with clarifying who your ideal client is. And you can start by profiling yourself. You can profile your current clients. You can profile your ideal client. Um, It's very similar to the finding your avatar strategy that I talked about in episode 7. So you know, tap into that episode if you want to learn more about finding that ideal client. But she also provides worksheets. If you want to look up Tiffany, I'll link to her in the show notes. And the show notes, again, will be at Co. Then she talked about determining factors for pricing. So market research based on um, all sorts of factors, including geographic location. She talked about cost plus pricing and calculating your costs. So you're, you're making sure that you're taking everything into account when you're charging, you're taking into account the materials you'll need for the work, the labor you'll have to hire for the work, your overhead, you know, where you'll be working, um, the cost to keep the lights on, your time, and then she broke down a actual pricing strategy calculation, which is based very much on uh, Dan Kennedy's uh, calculation. So I'll also link to Dan Kennedy, but it talks about the, the exercise that she does goes through identifying your base earnings target and then breaking that down into how many weeks you want to work per year and then what that looks like in terms of working hours per year and then that leads you to your base hourly rate, but then you have to factor in productivity versus non-productivity time to finally get what is your time worth an hour. Okay. So really great information. Not everyone will price hourly. You know, some people have a percentage structure, a flat rate, but all of that should still take into account that value of your time per hour. And also, we should be auditing our time, right? We should be seeing how long it takes us to actually do a service to make sure we're not kicking ourselves for underpricing because it's taking us way longer and feeling bitter towards our clients. Um, Also, she recommends having more than one prospective packages when you approach clients. So three distinguishable packages. Three distinguishable packages would be like a full service. One would be a mid level, and one would be just the essentials. Um, if you think about it in terms of like the wedding uh, industry as an example, full service would be like your full service wedding planner. Mid level would just be like um, most things, a little bit beyond a, a day of planner, and then essentials would just be the day of planner. So. Again, Tiffany talked about selling your value and not your price. And one of the four of the, the ways that she said you can identify the value that you're bringing to a client and not just giving them a, a price is by focusing on the features, f- demonstrating the benefits that you're offering, selling the outcome, and always, always, always remembering that confidence is key. Confidence is what a client is looking for. Like, it's not only about the price, it's not only about the service. Like, you're also selling based on your confidence in your own abilities and your own skills. So, great, great takeaways from this conference, guys. And I think the overall two biggest lessons for me is number one, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. If I hadn't said, you know what, I'm gonna reach out and pitch myself to be pressed and cover this conference. I wouldn't have learned any of this. I wouldn't have met any of these awesome women. They literally I walked in that day and they sat me at a table. I was sitting right next to my league. You know what I mean? Like I almost didn't even pitch myself. So you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Just go for it. If you feel the fear that just means that you're doing something that you've never done before. It doesn't mean stop. Um, in fact, I've learned that fear actually means go <laughs> when you're an entrepreneur. Fear means, you know, look around, assess the risk, and then keep it moving. And then the second overall lesson for me was sometimes you learn the most from the most unlikely of sources. So we have to be open to different experiences and lessons that come in unexpected packages. Again, I thought this was a wedding and event planner conference. I was like, I don't know if this one's for me, but I took a chance and come to find out like the information was so valuable. It was a, it was Valuable and worthwhile for any entrepreneur to listen to. So I'm so glad I went and I'm so glad I'm able to share this with you guys. Um, I'll also again be writing that Huffington Post article. So if there's anything you missed or you'd rather read it, it will be there with all links um, in the next day or so. And finally, this conference also reminded me of how important it is for us to talk and share with each other because when you're in a room with people and you start you start to hear people openly Share their challenges, and you know people chime in—not only the speakers, but other women in the room who are going through a similar things, or who have um, surpassed that challenge in their business and are onto another challenge. To hear everyone just help each other and support each other was really, really empowering and magical. And that's the kind of experience I want to cultivate in the Side Hustle Pro community on Facebook. And it's already beginning it's already such a safe space um it has at this time as i'm speaking um almost 500 members and that's completely organically curated. Like the biggest jump I saw, I think yesterday, someone added like 10 of their friends. And I didn't ask, I don't ask people to add their friends because I don't want it to be a free-for-all. I want it to truly be people who are serious about growing their side hustle and who come to this group with a, a level of you know, commitment. So I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, add all your friends and your aunties. But when someone finds it so valuable that they add 10 people, I'm just like awed and it just warms my heart because I get value from the group. I hope I'm providing value for the group, but I know based on people's, um, people's comments and reactions that they are finding value. So I encourage you if you need a place to share and Ask questions and talk about your challenges and learn from other business owners and business uh, and side hustlers. Come on over to the side hustle pro face side hustle pro Facebook community. You can reach it just by going to side forward slash mastermind. That takes you directly to the Facebook community. Uh, one of the things that I'm releasing soon. And it will go to the email list and Facebook community first, as always. Is the an update to the mastering the cold email templates? So I sent that out to my email list a few weeks back. It had my actual pitches to women who have been in the guest chair on Side Hustle Pro, and now I'm updating it to add my actual pitch to Tara Melvin to cover the, the Signature CEO conference as press. So you guys will get to have access to that first if you're a member of the Facebook community. And other than that, I'm um, so glad you guys tuned in. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode and feel free to reach out to me if you have any other questions. And I hope you also reach out to the speakers from Signature CEO because they were Awesome. And that's it for this one. This one, guys, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. And if you want to hear more from me, you can find me online at SideHustlePro.co and on social media on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Side Hustle Pro. Talk to you next week.